Yes. And on the line with us is April City Councilor John Mitchison. And, uh, John, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us here on WHAV. Good morning, Wynn. Uh, thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure to have you here. Yeah, we, um, you know, we we cover the the city council meetings, the Haverhill City Council meetings, and and uh, one of your favorite topics is uh, talking about technology. And and uh, I don't know if you caught this one a little bit earlier today, but um, today marks the anniversary, 2005, when the very first video went up on YouTube, and uh, one year later they had a hundred million videos on it. So. That's talking about a lot of technology right there. Well, that's a fact that I wasn't aware of. Um, thanks for sharing it. Okay. I, I, I also won't tell you about uh, this is the anniversary of New Coke. Do you remember when New Coke came out? Oh, yes. <laughs> that was kind of a um, disaster, if I remember correctly, for, yeah. uh, for Coke. Yeah, it only lasted three months, and they they brought back the original one, and so they called it Coke Classic. So, <laughs> talking about a good reason. Yeah, good talking reason. about turning it around right away. But yeah, uh, one of your uh, your topics that you uh, love to uh, love to bring up at the city council meetings because you're very involved with it is technology, the digital divide, and and um, what are some um, what are some things happening with that and the city of Haverhill these days. Yeah, well, first let me give you a little bit of background. Um, you know, I've been on a mission uh, for five years uh, to bridge uh, the digital divide in Haverhill uh, with fast, low-cost broadband uh, for all, um, starting out, you know, as the lone voice uh, in the wilderness. Uh, it is now a national priority as a result of the pandemic, it was vital uh, to remote workers and students, as well as senior citizens needing health care services uh, when the country was shut down. And um, the, the bottom line is that every child, you know, family, worker, business needs high performance, low cost broadband access. And uh, the important uh, point to make is that it's not just about technology. It touches equal access to education, to the economy and jobs, and health care. All three are vital uh, to our citizens. Now, uh, just uh, curious, because I'm not uh, all that technical myself, but uh, what's the difference between uh, technology and and, uh, the advanced technology that you're talking about? Um, Well, Actually, uh, the technology uh, that I'm talking about, which is fiber optic uh, networks, um, you know, has been around for a while. And um, however, Haverhill does not have uh, such a technology, you know, uh, fiber optic lines into um, each house and business. Um, right now, um, the only service that uh, we have, that, the only primary service, I should say, that we have in Haverhill uh, is Comcast. And um, they have, you know, the old, uh, what is called cable coax lines uh, to your house, which doesn't have the same bandwidth uh, capabilities, the same high performance that fiber optics have. All right, so we're we're talking about like a like a Model T versus a Jaguar. 
Exactly. Okay. All right. So, so, uh, so, what's on the uh, horizon now? What have you been uh, working on? So, the city um, is currently assessing a proposal uh, from a company called Sci-Fi Networks uh, in response to a request for a proposal that the city uh, put out to build a fiber optic network in Haverhill. Um, the Sci-Fi Network proposal is a private solution, uh, so the cost of installation and service is owned by the provider. Uh, the city's now in the process of doing its due diligence by prudently evaluating the proposal to address possible risks to the city, including um, topics such as micro-trenching and uh, public right-of-way uh, privileges. Uh, which are both prominent uh, in the proposal. Um, so that's where we are. I'll, I'll let the city uh, release the details um, when they're ready uh, of how that's going, um, but it is moving along. Has uh, this company uh, done this in other communities around the country? Yes. Um, in fact, um, in the research that I did, uh, you know, dating back four or five years ago, um, I came across Sci-Fi Networks uh, in Salem, Mass. Uh, they were actually um, considering uh, going with Sci-Fi, and they've actually taken it now to uh, the extent where they are starting installation. Um, and so I thought that that was a good model uh, for Haverhill. Um, but over the course of the last uh, four or five years, uh, the city council, you know, has looked at uh, just about every possible alternative um, that, you know, that um, Haverhill uh, could, could utilize uh, for broadband. You know, and that includes, um, you know, 5G, uh, which is, as you know, the new telecommunications uh, standard, uh, which is wireless. Um, the problem is, you know, we think that, um, you know, 5G will, could offer a service uh, possibly comparable to Comcast, um, but and, and so it'll probably be an option through either uh, Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Um, but it's not the the end game uh, that we're looking for. We're looking to put Haverhill in a competitive position uh, for its citizens and its businesses by giving them a fiber optic uh, network. Um, and that's why this sci-fi um, opportunity uh, is a once-in-a-lifetime. Uh, the only other viable way uh, to put in a uh, fiber optic uh, network in Haverhill, um, you know, based on all, all the collaboration we've done with industry, uh, is a municipal network um, where the city would have to take on the risk of the installation cost, which is substantial. Yeah, that uh, doesn't seem like that would be a a, a good option. It just uh, just and I wasn't around for this, but it just uh, brings me back to uh, when the city had the hospital. <laughs> uh, you know, you don't want to you want to get into something like that. I wouldn't think. Well, you know that reaction um, 
I hear from, from a lot of people. Uh, the interesting thing about the municipal networks, other cities such as Quincy are moving uh, in that direction uh, because they've done, um, you know, a return on investment analysis uh, for the for the cost of the service over the long run. And, you know, once the city, you know, pays for uh, the installation, um, you know, then you have a return on investment and it brings down the cost of the service uh, substantially, uh, you know, forever, you know, after that point. Uh, So there are reasons uh, to consider that. However, you know, given the political environment in Haverhill, um, right now, as far as borrowing fund, you know, borrowing money, lots of lots of money uh, for an effort like this, I think uh, sci-fi uh, is the right solution. Now, one of the challenges of uh, of Haverhill doing business in the city is uh, is the fact that it's such a, a large area of land. Yeah, so let me address that. Um, so that's one of the reasons why we haven't had very many options uh, to Comcast over the years. Um, I've uh, contacted uh, Verizon because, you know, they're a natural partner um, of ours. And, um, you know, over the years, you know, they, they basically said that they wouldn't bring Fios uh, to Haverhill. And um, I even called them uh, very recently on 5G, and they're not sure when they're going to be here uh, for 5G. And the reason is Havel has such a large geographic area uh, so that the cost of providing the service to, you know, 65,000 residents is is pretty steep. Now, the interesting thing with sci-fi, when I first contacted them about four years ago, you know, I brought them in to see the mayor, and, um, uh, you know, he brought in uh, consultants, and, um, you know, we, we tried to, you know, find a solution uh, back then. But Sci-Fi could not find investors that were willing to um, deal with the risk of, based on the, on the geographic size of the city. Well, I got a call um, at the end of last year, 2020, uh, from the CEO, and um, he said, you know, he now has investors that that are willing to go down that path. And so uh, the whole process has now been reinitiated uh, with the city, starting with a request for a proposal uh, that was sent out a few weeks ago and a proposal that was actually received and is under review now. Oh, wow. That's always a good sign when they contact you, isn't it? It is. And, and they're um, apparently Lowell is looking at them as well. And um, and there are other cities, you know, across the country um, that are also uh, looking at, at their solution. I, I foresee Haverhill uh, in the future as having many options, uh, but this could be the big daddy. Um, of, of options for us because at least theoretically, uh, if we have that fiber network um, to every business and to every home, then some of the 5G providers um, can come into Haverhill um, a lot easier um, 
by you know striking um, a a contract uh, with Sci-Fi to utilize that fiber optic network. Because uh, what people don't understand is to provide the 5G capability requires you know a a, ba- a strong fiber backbone uh, in the city, which is what you know is delaying um, you know that capability from uh, coming to Haverhill. Oh, I get it. Okay. Now, uh, do you have any other companies that have expressed interest or just sci-fi right now? Well, the um, the RFP was more targeted towards uh, the type of solutions that sci-fi uh, provides um, out there. It, it wasn't wide open, uh, for example, uh, for companies that want to provide municipal uh, networks. And, and so right now, this is, um, you know, the one uh, solution uh, that we're evaluating and, and hoping to uh, hit pay dirt. All right. And, and there's no deadline and when you have to make a decision? There isn't. However, um, uh, Sci-Fi is pushing for June, July of this year because they do have investors and they do need to uh, to move forward with with their agreements uh, with the various cities across the country. So um, they're they're putting a little bit of pressure uh, on the city, and um, and and so I'm I'm hoping for a decision uh, in the next uh, you know two or three months. All right, so uh, it's a a story to be continued, isn't it? Yes, it, it certainly is, and it will be a wonderful addition uh, to the city. Uh, it will hopefully uh, lower uh, the cost of, um, you know, of the service by providing competition. You know, as you know, uh, currently uh, Haverhill is a one-horse uh, town with uh, Comcast. Now I can see, and, and again, I'm not. I'm not really good with this stuff, but I can see where, you know, if you get sci-fi in here or a company like that with a fiber optic, I can see people uh, even uh, further cutting the, the cord with, with Comcast. Is that uh, is that legitimate? That is. And um, what's very interesting, and, and again, I don't know um, how viable this is, but it's certainly possible that Comcast could be offering their service on the sci-fi fiber uh, in the future as one of the many uh, Internet service providers. Because that that point I, I didn't make earlier. So um, sci-fi is coming in, and they are putting in fiber optic network. Um, however, they're also uh, recruiting Internet service providers so they can have some competition on top of their um, uh, fiber optic network. Um, so you'll see, you know, several other Internet service providers um, that will be offering services, you know, on top of uh, the fiber optic network. And there's an outside chance that in the future, um, one of those ISPs might be Comcast. How about that? Well, uh, maybe uh, maybe another one could be the uh, the Mitchison company, right? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that that moment has passed. 
<laughs> All right. Well, John, I want to thank you for for joining us today and explaining that, and, and we'll have to get you back to uh, to get the follow up on everything. Well, thank you very much uh, for the opportunity. I, I appreciate it very much. Oh, you bet. Thank you so much, April City Councilor John Mitchison, our guest this morning here on the Wave ninety-seven nine WHAV. Wake up with Win Damon weekdays from six to nine a.m. on ninety-seven nine FM WHAV. Catch the wave. W.